0: Hello and welcome to Horror. This is a fortnightly podcast in which myself, Lee, and Adam will be taking our friend Chris on a journey through the twisted world of horror cinema in the hopes of introducing him to some of the many delights the genre has to offer. Premise is very simple. We will sit down together and watch a film. As soon as it's finished, we will sit down and record the podcast immediately afterwards. As such, it will be very spoiler heavy, and we do suggest you watch the film yourself before listening to the podcast. Not only so we don't spoil it, but also so you know exactly what we're talking about. At the end of each discussion, we'll decide what film we'll be watching next, and we'll let you know so you have a fortnight to watch it yourselves, and then come on our journey with us again. Along the way, there will be facts, laughs, opinions, probably quite a lot of swearing. Any full frontal nudity will be completely irrelevant, as this is audio only. So, with the introduction over, it's now time for the podcast. Thanks for listening. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, welcome to Horror again. Uh, we are fresh out of our most disturbing film so far. I think it's fairly safe to say, um, The Witch from 2015. Um,
1: sixteen. Sixteen. Just is. was it just, just? Just in. I think it was like January or February. All or oh, right. About. Sorry.
0: Okay. My bad. Um. Yes. So, obviously, myself and Adam have seen it a couple of times at least. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Chris, what did you make of it?
2: Well, yeah, I I really liked it. Um, yes! Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, and one thing that strikes me a lot is I thought those children did really well. Like, I was Kid-daps kind of in shocked yeah, how much they were in it, really, and what they were doing I mean you know like we spoke about with uh, Silent Hill and they obviously don't get to see everything while they're acting it but um but yeah I like they did a fantastic job um and so the other thing is that I'd I'd had it in my head because I think Adam said that there was going to be burning but there was no burning so I I sort of kept imagining that a which was going to get burned, but almost it seemed like it was such a good take on the difficulties that life must have been like at that time, mm. and how it's complicated enough, but add something like you know the idea of a witch to it. Mm. So she could have not been real almost, and a child goes off in the woods and gets hurt somehow, comes back, and that just messes them up completely. Mm-hmm. Like they just can't handle, and then they start bringing religion and it's like, this is getting more complicated, and then they start blaming each other, and it's like, had a bit of dysfunction, yeah. but then had a bit of supernatural to it, and it's yeah. just, you know, chaos. It,
0: it, it is, as you say, it is right up until that last... Yeah. ten minutes, it could... Apart from, you see, the couple of shots of the witch. You, you do. Could, she could have not been a part of that, and I would still it, have been drawn into that. You yeah. get so drawn into that... Family living. Yeah. Oh,
2: hmm. Really good.
0: But, yeah, oh, it's just... It's an hour and a half, and you feel every single minute of it. It's so gruelling to it's watch. You feel br- so bad. Relentless, relentless.
1: Yeah. Because, f- yeah, it is just every single hardship, mm. like you say. Yeah. That would... That... Just everything is going wrong. And really, it's... The witch is kind of almost like part of the nature yeah it's the same as the crop failing it's the same as yeah like when it's peeing down it's the same Mm. as it's winter and the harvest has gone wrong and but so the actual characters you because you do feel for every single one of them even though every single well certainly the, the parents yeah are very flawed I mean it's the dad's Pride that's got yep. them in the situation in the first place, yeah. um, but you still really feel for him. And also, there's because there's a there's a really good thing on YouTube, which was a Q and A with uh, the director and the actress who plays Thomason. Yeah, and it was like a, I think it was at a an American film festival showing, but I think it was sort of New England. It was that sort of area, so it was kind of like, at one point someone does say to him, oh, well you are in witch country,
3: yeah. <laughs> so a lot of people knew
1: bits and pieces from it, Yeah, in this interview they're, they're, sorry, in this Q&A they sort of, they do talk about it that it's almost you don't need the witch there mm. like you say everything's harsh enough, everything's yeah. going badly, and at the heart of it you know, is the fact that To people in that situation, the belief is real enough. Mm. Because in that time, it wasn't a case of some people believed in witches, everyone. But, you know, it's, it's part and parcel of the way of life, of the time, particularly of the sort of Puritan theology and things like that. So, even if the witch wasn't real, it is as real to them as... Everything. Yeah, but and, and how
2: really just is reality at that point because, mm. yeah, it's having such an impact on their lives that, yeah, it is, as you say, like the crops failing. Um, yeah, it's just one of many terrible things that could be happening and the way they affect it, the way it affects their interactions. And, and essentially, it looks like they're all just um, lacking in information and so they just fill in that hole of whatever they think is happening. Mm. Um, and often that ends up with them blaming someone else for something and especially when, and it turns out I thought the confrontation between her and her father was fantastic when she, they get angry enough that the truth starts to come out yeah. and then she says to him, but you caused all of these problems for me mm. like, and I kept quiet basically and, and yeah, it, because he lied or didn't tell the truth at the right time, mm. that made it all much worse for her, that has a knock on effect um, and he, then, he
1: believed he was going to be able to sustain but he can't yeah. farm He yeah, can't which is, that's, hum, you yeah. could
2: say that's noble he's trying he's trying yeah. but
1: yeah he's no as she said he's only good for chopping wood yeah. he, and, again, and the way
2: it flashes to that all the time and he's getting worse and worse like the yeah. first time he does it it's quite a nice um, it's sunny picturesque yeah rural ideal sort of thing but each time it's like getting darker and darker for him and
1: worse mm. yeah and it, and it's his only coping strategy yeah. in a way because there is no, there's nothing else. It, every th- where he turns, the, yeah, they're locked, locked. yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> um, but so so I might have missed it. Why did they get banished? What was it that he? It was, or do it's we, never meant. They no, never okay. actually say. It's just that he doesn't
0: agree. His his religious beliefs are clearly stronger than that of the council or his Puritanical beliefs are stronger than that of the gout. Yeah.
1: Who mm. um, are already Puritans. I mean, it's, it's yeah. the usual thing of splitting hairs within, yeah. um, you know, we all believe the same thing, but I believe this slightly, slightly yeah. differently. Yeah. or slightly more intensely yeah. than you do. Yeah, uh, but it's
0: never it's never clearly stated. But again, mm. I've forgotten what a lovely shot that Again, this film, despite its very grey and blue scale, Um, Obviously, completely intentionally, Mm. I'd forgotten just how beautiful some of the shots are. That shot of them, uh, as it looks back through the gates onto the village, Mm. and you see the people leaving with the pink sky and stuff, and they just shut the gates on. I'd forgotten what a fantastic shot that is, right at the very beginning. Mm. Um, Yeah, and there's a lot of those shots as well that just really, you know, when they first when they first find that clearing and they're all (coughs) rolling down playing, yeah, it just looks it's so nicely shot and it's brilliantly lit and the after effects and stuff they put on it just really give it a mm, mm. make it look pretty but equally it reminds you that greyness just reminds you of the impending winter that's come in and
1: well I think it's, it's it's got that same, it's it's got that thing of it is muddy, it's wet it's cold, mm. It looks bloody old. Yeah, it's like they. S- it's like a slightly slightly different genre of film, but it's like with they said with Monty Python and the Holy Grail, where they said they wanted to do medieval England properly. Yeah. So basically, everyone's covered in shit yeah. apart from the king. Yeah. And it's that, s- and they did it so well. And it's <laughs> but it's a similar sort of thing where it's like you know we're not going to tidy this up into this ideal. You know, this was. Harsh hmm. frontier, hmm. sort of, and people didn't survive it, people didn't make it. You know, no. I mean, it's well, a they bloody doing, hard thing to try. They were it. doing bloodletting on the boy
2: when they, yeah. they cut mm. his head. So, yeah. oh, well, so, this shows my history, or lack of knowledge of history. Um, what is the year at like 1800?
1: It's uh, I've actually got it's the date 16, 16, 16. 16. Oh, okay. it is set in
2: 1630. So, yeah. so that is when the like so, England, they'd come should come from England. They're, they all, they're
1: part of the original settlers, right? Okay. That's why they've still it's, got so it's the really British early
2: accents, like yeah. Because yeah, she mentions, I'd want to go back to England. You, yeah, but I, so I, I have trouble sometimes telling like they, they all had English accents. Yes, yeah. I couldn't tell with the man.
0: Yeah, he was northern. don't blind, he blimey, even knew all the.
2: Very Yorkshire, strong Yorkshire accent, but. So I don't know if it was the clothes then. I don't know, something was messing with me. Um, I, I, mean, I suppose as well, the language. I, like, I couldn't understand some of the words. So, um, But I've also been getting used to having subtitles on all the time. Um, <laughs> because for some reason we turned them on and then never turned them off. Um, but, yeah, okay. So they were northern. I could definitely tell with a girl, for some reason. Yes. Um, okay, yeah. so they'd only just really moved over there.
3: Well, at
1: one point, Thomason and Caleb are talking about. Do you remember we had windows? Oh, okay. we had glass windows mm. at home, right? Uh, and so um, I heard
2: her saying something about glass. Yeah. So, Tom, th- so I think okay. Thomasin and Caleb think, obviously yeah. came
1: over. Then I think that probably the twins were born, yeah, in in America. Okay. And then, and actually, um, Samuel, the baby who goes, who's, the, yeah. who's missing mm. first. Um, is actually because this was something that I picked up on this on this watch hmm. is that he was born after they left the uh okay. left, le- left yeah. the um, yeah because we didn't see him because we don't see him there know. but also they talk she's saying about he's going to hell because he's not yes. been baptized yeah and okay. he says it's and he says something about it's a sin to baptize outside the covenant hmm. so. Again, it's but again this uh, I've, I've got a big load of witch folklore but, because this follows mm. so damn well. I mean, yeah. as I said when we were to, we talked about it, I think a couple of episodes ago or something like that, we mentioned it and sort of in terms of I've been reading loads of stuff about pen the Pendle witches, which was in England, obviously. Uh, not Anthony Hopkins. Uh, Matthew Hopkins. Matthew Hopkins. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony Hopkins. Which <Witchfinder> General? <laughs> um, yeah. Um, uh, like which a General? Uh, Salem Witch Trolls, obviously, and things like that. And, and and there was a just it was there was a lot that I was reading about and, and things like that. And then this comes along, and it's like, great. There's actually a genuinely good, f- like for the folklore. Yeah. of witchcraft like the the real sort of where it all stems from this film's got it and I don't think there's been a film before because like, there's like sort of I think Hammer did The Witches but again it's yeah. a bit sort of you know a hubble, bubble, bubble, toil and trouble yeah. sort of mm. thing uh, but that's why the way they've done this was almost
2: yeah much more about the mythology yeah. rather than making it loads of witches running around doing yeah. terrible things like obviously as always you <laughs> going to
0: say something you know sorry um yeah, well, I did exactly the same. Yeah, yeah, sorry, the point I was about to make, sorry, mm-hmm. just to go back, it's probably completely irrelevant, but as if no. it was something we discussed last week when we were talking about in General. Yeah. I think the scene I was remembering last week when I was saying about him lowering the thing down, yes. it's bugged me for the whole two weeks. I think it's the opening scene of Cry of the Banshee. I think you're right, actually.
1: I think you could be right. It then. was really
0: annoying me, and I remembered yesterday, and I went, "Yes, yes, that was." I'm not going mental. I've definitely seen it. Yeah. I think it was quite the better. Ah, um, I think
1: you could be right,
0: actually. But yeah, I remember getting to the end of this. I I loved this film. It's mm. although it's grueling to watch, and it's really hard work, and it's really uncomfortable. When you get to the end, it made every minute of mm. it worthwhile. That, yeah, that the slowness and the build of it. But When that brutality comes in, it's incredibly harsh. Like, I haven't seen anything that yeah. in a Yeah, when the goat suddenly gets you Three times I've seen this film, and every yeah. time yeah. i it, it was a good, out I a
2: good timing. It did hold him sort of there. And you're also, I think, because you see it shows a bit um, of what's happened.
0: Well, that's the thing. You get his reaction yeah. for a very uncomfortable amount of time, for maybe 20 seconds, mm. and you don't see what he's looking at. It's just no. his uncomfortable yeah. expression. And the camera then focuses on what he's looking at. Mm. Yeah. And then cuts back, so you you're haven't processing quite had that. Time. Exactly, yeah. you're still processing <laughs> that. It cuts back to him <laughs> and wham, yeah. it just takes yeah, you know, him out. Yeah. And every time it catches yeah. me off
1: guard. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna drop the name now. Robert Eggers is mm. the name of the writer and director of this. Yeah, I saw he, that at the end. Yeah, yeah. he hasn't done uh, I don't think he, he's done he he's done like sort of production work on other films, um, and he's done some short films, but he hasn't done uh, uh, another feature film other than The Witch this is his first film I cannot wait mm, to see uh, what he yeah. does next because that is a breathtaking movie and but I think yeah but, but that is yeah it is just so perfect you're sitting there and it's like so what's he reacting to what's he reacting to what's he reacting to? what the fuck happened yeah. to the farm are those are those gutted goats come yeah. back to him right now we know what he, <laughs> yeah and, Bang. Then, and then Just, Black Phillip, comes yeah, in really and,
2: and now obviously Black Phillip makes complete sense yeah. because yeah, like the, the build-up of the Black Phillip, uh, you know, mm. and the children and you, th- yeah, you sort I feel bad her, that I
1: mentioned him earlier because yeah. then it sort of becomes a flag. Whereas <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, well I, I, d- don't, I don't know. I, was,
2: I still, I think it was still done well enough mm. that yeah, I didn't really know what was going to happen. I didn't know she was going to talk to him at the end. Yeah, you know, like it didn't. I didn't know how far that was going to come or that he was going to suddenly rip into the, the, the
1: man's stomach. Well, this because there was a lot after uh, after the witch came out. There were loads of great things online where people kept putting up um, like you know like old Playmobil sort of yeah. sets that you had as a kid, and it was like the Playmobil Black Philip mm. farm, <laughs> and it was sort of like yeah, you two can live deliciously with Black Philip and the Playmobil <laughs> farm and stuff like that, and there was just loads of Black Philip. Has his own, well, he probably still has, but he had his own Twitter account. Mm. <laughs> and, also, and this is the thing that I love the most, I love a goat. Yeah, oh yeah. Goats are just wonderful. Best animal on the planet. Apparently, Black Philip was a utter prick to work with he was like seriously he was like Marlon Brando on Island of Dr. Moreau or something like that he was just a bellend apparently no matter what they asked him to do what he was a supposedly trained goat who really looks the part he's great yeah. that's what I was yeah. going to say every
0: time like he, the way he leads her into the
1: barn and the way she follows him into the forest you think he's a well trained goat mm. he does that yeah. <laughs> apparently not he was meant to do a lot more like, they said, basically, every time they wanted him to sit still to be filmed, he was fucking jumping around and being a loony. And every time they wanted loony, he'd go and have a kip. Sure. And even the bit where he's like, you know, like, um, the twins are next to him and he's a and You can just see. Yeah. He's, he's eating. He's brought, you know. He hasn't brought enough for anyone else, but he's eating. Um, and, and he actually broke um, the dad's ribs. Mm-hmm. At one point, I don't think it was that. Uh, I don't think it's part of the actual ramming sequence. That tank, yeah. But yeah, he um, at one point when he was sort of wrestling with him, apparently he sent him to I and E mm. and like cracked his fucking ribs. Oh, you know. So he was.
2: No, no animals were hurt, but uh, yeah, yeah, the man that actually was well.
1: yeah. Yeah. Was hurt quite bad. Well, he uh, also that I mean the uh, that guy Ralph Innocent, mm. um He. Um, He also shed a load of weight for it because obviously they're meant to be starving, essentially. He looked it as well. Because that's the thing, is again, like you were saying about with the chopping wood, when he first starts doing it, you know, he looks reasonably healthy. As it goes on, he gets. And it's not not just skinnier, it's out of shape, you know, skinny, it's wasting away. (laughs) By the end of it, he looks
0: ill. Like you say, that final scene that we were talking about, where it's holding his expression on the barn mm. and he just looks grey, blue. Cut. He looked awful. Yeah, absolutely. I awful. think
1: everyone in this is so good. Everyone just really, you know, there's there's no faults in it. Mm-hmm. The the twins are great. It's Anya Taylor Joy who plays thomason mm. She is like incredible in it
0: I think she's going to go on to really big things yeah. well she's for in, a girl her age to do Yeah, I would mean, say girl her age I'm assuming she's in her mid teens or whatever but I
1: think, yeah, I think well I think she, I think she's about 20 alright you know, but I mean she would have been uh, a little bit younger than, yeah, yeah when she did course. this but now she's got did you you know the film Morgan that was a thing it was a bit like it was one of those ones a bit like sort of Lucy and you know oh right of, yeah yeah um, I saw Lucy. Genetically, yeah. I think it's like a genetically created uh, girl who then has to go on the run because they're going to cut the experiment and basically kill her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which was quite, like sort of, quite a big film but clearly none of us saw it. Not, no. I can't say it's that big a film. Well,
2: I hadn't heard of Lucy until I just happened to see it on Netflix. At ah, point, And I thought, oh yeah, I'll give that a go. And, yeah. Yeah, Great it.
1: film. Yeah. Uh, but she's also in um, M. Night Shyamalan's. Uh, Split, you know, the one with, oh, the, the no. recent one with yes. uh, James McAvoy. Yeah, yeah. And she's like the, she's credited second in that. So she's, Okay, so, cool. Yeah, she Has is. anyone seen that? No? I've not seen it, but apparently, I mean, apparently it's great, but then I have a bit of a weird relationship with M. Nightshallamalala, in that uh, I seem to have guessed all his movies before I've ever seen them. Oh, dear. So, and... Yeah, and also I can't get over the thing that was in Robot Chicken, where it was uh, he just kept uh, he just kept appearing every time and saying what a twist, <laughs> and then at the end of it was a guy just going, you think that's a twist? I am actually six ducks and a man costume. <laughs> so, so I get a bit hooked up on
0: that. Yeah, I, I remember actually the first time I watched it, so I sat and watched it on my own. Mm.
3: Um,
0: and it got to the end, and I love the fact that when it gets to the end, there's no, there's no music, there's no score, no end no. credits music. It just sits in silence. And I sat in front of the screen in silence and just absorbed it all and let it all mm. process because it's like the end five minutes is so brutal, mm. and you've sat for so long preparing for it. And I was just sitting in silence, and I, and I sat there for a good five minutes, and then I messaged you and said. I've just seen it, oh my God, what an amazing film. And his immediate response was, yeah, your brother wants us to sing the Black Phillip song at his
1: funeral. Oh, yeah, he does. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously, he we has We from the same cloth. He Mark, has requested this, yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I've got to say, at, this is what I've got to sing at his funeral, Black Phillip, Black Phillip, a crown grows out his head, Black Phillip, Black Phillip, to Nanny Queen is wed. Jump to the fence post, running in the stall. Black Phillip, Black Phillip, king of all. (laughs) Black Phillip, Black Phillip, king of sky and land. Black Phillip, Black Phillip, king of sea and sand. We are your servants, we are your men. Black Phillip eats the lions from the lion's den. Awesome. (laughs) What a great (laughs) song. And there was just one thing in it that I've never noticed before. And it was just the fence post reminded me in that. But... Mm that just I like really genuinely sort of and then thought well it's probably people think I'm weird but when uh, like when Thomasin and Caleb go missing hmm. I hadn't noticed it before they've tied the twins to the fence if you watch when they're shouting Thomasin like that they are actually on one big loop of rope that they've tied oh, really? around the thing it's oh, almost like that. right they are not going anywhere <laughs> <laughs> And it's just sort of, yeah, it's just sort of quite, um, yeah, it's just a weird little sort of <laughs> note, but it just tickled me because it's like, yeah, because they are misbehaving children. They are them? little sods the yeah. whole way through them. Yeah, and but again, I think it's that thing where you sort of, again, it's the life, you know, the the sort of lifestyle that they're in or the thing that they're in. And you sort of sit there and think they're just kids. Yeah, well, and it's they've got nothing to distract
0: them. They live mm. on. They live in a in and, a farm. And To be fair,
2: what were you like as a child? Well, were remember.
0: you as well behind I'd as them? Yeah, but yeah. also,
1: yeah, but also, when you've got such a sort of tyrannical. Um, theology that the family yeah. stick by, where it's like, you know, it's so sort of like, right, forgive me, you know, you've sinned, you were born a sinner, mm. Every, essentially any fun you have is wrong. Yeah, yeah. everything is repressed, yeah. basically. And so those kids, it's just like they're constantly being sort of harried and shouted at. Mm. And it's sort of because, I mean, mine is a controversial point of view on this because you're sort of saying about how grueling it is. I actually find The Witch a feel good movie. <laughs> Because there's like the hope, I think, where it's like you can yeah, you're dragged through that, yeah, you're dragged through existence, yeah, yeah, and then it's like mm, there is something you can live deliciously. she gets yeah. to be a She wick. gets to yeah, she fly get, fly Would you like again. to see the world? Mm. Yeah. Would you like to live deliciously? Yeah, I fucking would, Black In fact, I would definitely be writing in that book. Do you know what I mean? It's, ten it's a, seconds, Black. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's so just. It's yeah, so, such a I was almost point. like punching the air at the yeah. end. Yeah.
0: It's like, yeah, no girl. I liked it. Yeah. I, I And again, I was getting to the point like you guys were saying where until that end bit, and, and literally, and uh, after even after she'd killed her mother,
3: mm.
0: I know you've seen the witch, but ultimately. It could have. It, 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 she could have just been left there to die. And when she sits at that table mm. and the screen goes black, I was like, "Is that just you, the end? I thought is that she was gonna just going to sit there yeah. and be left to die on a right? Yeah. So as you say, it is almost nice that all of a sudden Black mm. Philip comes out and goes, "Come with me, I'll mm. suck you out." It'd be yeah. alright. Come with me.
1: You get the. You get to wander around the woods naked. You've got magical powers. You occasionally have to pulp babies into grease. <laughs> But I had forgotten the baby pulping. Yeah, I'd that, forgotten just how early on was it That first one was pretty. Yeah. So this is the thing, is it, and like I say, all of this relates back to the one key thing. Like, so it relates back to loads of um, bits of um, like general sort of like witch folklore and everything. Hmm. So, um, so yeah, the rendered fat of an unbaptised baby mixed with poisonous or hallucinogenic herbs. Makes flying ointment to be smeared all over the witch and the broom, and that's how they fly. And yeah, and even that, there's that. That's sort what of, she was. She sort of moves. Yeah, because that's right. Because she covers that stick with, yeah. it, actually, and, yeah. and, and herself which yeah. she the baby. Yeah. So that is actually a genuine thing. Wow. Um, the um, oh, at the witch trials, an inability to say the Lord's Prayer was the sign of a witch, yes. which is mm-hmm. why they're so they're freaked s- by yeah, the kids when not being able to, yeah. to do it um in uh, specifically in Puritan theology you make a covenant with the devil by signing the devil's book mm. which grants you the satanic powers that make you a witch mm. so that is actually very that's why all the way through it is and even the bit where it's the uh Caleb appears to the mother and with the baby yeah. and then it's like i've got a book to to show to, you. To show you. Yeah, uh, see, I missed that the last mm.
0: two times, and I picked up on it this time, and I was like, ah.
1: And, it and, almost, and also the thing about a witch's teeth, which is meant to be like a, a, a third nipple or a blemish or something, which a, is how a witch... Sh- Feeds the familiar. Suckles the familiar, yeah. yeah. And again, that the raven, the raven yeah. um, uh, biting her boobs. Um, yeah, but Yeah, that made me wings quite badly. Yeah. It
0: does. It's just the it? clapping <laughs> noise that yeah. the beak makes, Ooh. isn't it?
1: Now, this is, this is something that I thought was really cool when mm. I found out about it, because I knew about... Because obviously the hare is mm. a transformed version of the witch. Yeah. yeah. And that's one of the things that sort of is part of uh, witch, witch folklore. However, and it says it's... Uh, uh, Transform into animals such as a hare to perform malicious and malignant deeds. However, in New England folklore, there's a big... Uh, Hairs turn up a lot in just genuine like New o- England folklore, separated from witches, mm. in which they are sort of trickster figures, like sort of almost like the oh, really? sort of how the old Very version rabbit. of the devil. Yeah, exactly. How the old version of the devil was. <laughs> ah, okay. And they also there is a creature that witches would create called a milk hare mm. to steal milk from animals, much in the same way as when she's milking the goat and things. Yeah. And so, yeah, there's all that sort of part of it. Excellent. Now, this is the bit that... Because, yeah, because I saw this at Cinema with Danny. Yeah. And the one thing that we got... Because, you know, we were talking about, like, it could... You know, without the witch being there, you know, it could just be real. You know, it could be real life that everything goes. The crop's failing. Hmm. Now, there's a specific fungus that you get which on wheat and corn and things like that hallucinogenic yeah, yeah. it's called ergot yeah and it was it is That's actually linked to yeah. witchcraft mm. because yeah, they it think would it would make you, <laughs> you basically it add all of their
2: beliefs yeah, and yeah. Then
0: as you say going back to filling in the the spaces yeah. you're in a highly suggestible state <laughs> and you're looking for somebody to blame for your crops failing yeah, yeah. and you're full of hallucinogens well, cause who knows what you
1: That's a the, pretty little ergot, mix. Yeah, ergot poisoning, also known as St. Anthony's Fire.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you get convulsions and spasms, vomiting, nausea, headaches, diarrhoea, parath- parathesis, which is uh, skin crawling, like oh, insects yeah. on the skin sort of feeling, vertigo, and eventually gangrene because it restricts your um, veins, Yeesh. like vasoconstriction. Di- uh, yeah. So you eventually end up with gangrene. Uh, but it also creates hallucinations, mania, melancholia, psychosis, and delirium. Bloody
0: hell!
1: And they
2: have basically everything they yeah. all got. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah. So, oh, so you could argue possibly that actually the end is, her is also hallucinating. Yeah, she like falls asleep on the so, table, um, and it's been yeah. so traumatic. Obviously, she just killed her mum and mm. uh, like her brothers and sister. Yeah, you know. So potentially. That is explainable. So,
1: because you because I think obviously because uh, the baby goes missing first, yeah. then you see the crops failing. Mm. But essentially, yeah, there could it could almost work in that basis mm. that everything about it could be around that. I mean, yeah. it keeps. I personally think if the witch is real, it's a feel good movie. If not, it's just an absolute pit of despair. <laughs> so I'm thinking witch real for myself. But, but I suppose if
2: you, if you do think about why which mythology came about, it was to explain th- bad yeah. things. And, yeah, if people were having... You know, you get ill, you can be delirious anyway. And all sorts of things can make you ill, I suppose. And if you got got something particularly like that, you know, it just... It feels exactly like it everything. especially Yeah, it's a,
0: Especially yeah. at that time as well, when mm. um, books like the Malleus Marificerum was obviously yeah. a big... So people were, were were getting this information, and as you say, they were filling in gaps yeah. with things that you know. This book they basically popular. knew very little. Yeah. Oh yeah, instance. yeah, absolutely. So they were making the majority yeah. of it up yeah. to try. Actually, I saw a copy. Of, we went to, really. We um we went to. Uh, do you remember we went to that? There was an exhibition at the National Gallery in Edinburgh, mm. and it was uh, all witch themed. Oh, nice! Um, and they had a handwritten. So what was what's in the book? So the Malleus Marificerum was a book written uh, to as a guide for hunting and killing and trying witches.
1: Hmm. It's basically the Ladybird book of (laughs) Richards. 'Cause is isn't it Hammer of Witches, isn't it? Is
0: yeah, Hammer yeah, yeah, Witches? the the br- yeah, the the translation is Hammer of Witches. Like hammering
1: mm-hmm. as in beating down
0: okay like you know, yeah, destroying. So it, it was the the idea of the book was that if you gave people the information they could but that but then from that yeah, that's what started all of the the witch trials and everything going from it was what started witch hunts, effectively. It was when it went from you know, something that was very sidelined and occasional, suddenly there was a manual on how to do it and everybody was looking yeah. for witches and seeing them everywhere and yeah. people just went apeshit with it. Well,
1: it was it was, par- it was partially mass hysteria and also partially a few people saw it as a very good way of making a bit of cash. Mm. Like, and say, Matthew Hopkins yeah, and exactly. all of those people. all the were, All the witch finders were essentially... You know, because it was always, oh, well, we'll come and deal with your witches. There's a fee. Mm. Yeah. You know, no one was doing it out of the goodness of their heart. And they were all
0: obviously put up in whatever village they were at, in the best taverns, and giving all of their. Yeah. yeah. There. yeah. And again, was... he was a local figure as well, Matthew Hopkins, mm. other side of Essex, so only forty-five minute drive from here, probably.
1: Yeah. Mm. But also, I think, and and obviously, it just appealed to. Sadists like most of these things do because obviously you had to put the the uh, had to put the potential witch through a series of trials and yeah. etc to um, uh, prove that they were a witch. back on Silent Hill again? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, this is something I didn't know when I when I watched it previously, but I found this out on the beautiful because I saw it on IMDb and mm. I thought I'm going to check that out because this is IMDb and it's possibly all shit or someone's <laughs> put it up there but I did see it on a few other sites at the end uh, the coven are chanting it's uh, Enochian hmm. which is the language of angels uh, originally recorded by John D and Edward Kelly when they were doing their seances Yeah, uh, John D was um, Queen Elizabeth I's uh, advisor spiritual alchemist spiritual yeah. advisor etc yeah and uh yeah they basically they performed a series of sciences in which uh they were given this language which they then used to form rituals and everything wow and actually the one that's used in the film is a variation on the 11th, at the eleventh, the 11th enochian key um, which is actually uh, used to herald the coming of the dead and establish establish sustenance beyond the grave, and it's actually in uh, Anton LaVey's Satanic Bible as a funerary rite.
3: Ah,
1: but yeah, so because I love it when they put extra
0: bits like exactly that in these little Easter eggs that nobody knows are in there, but when you mm. do your research and it's not just oh no, like I said,
1: this Q and A, mm. these people they knew bloody the knew, shit. you know, they really did because because they, they said the language at the end was it a knocking? <laughs> it's like, wow, you know you uh, to recognise it. Well done. But, I, do you know? I love that. As, well, the, as you say, that
0: end scene where they're mm. all chanting and you see them start. Fly, and there's the one that's got the broom and stuff. Like yeah. you think, oh, it's a modern film like that—a folklore film where you see a woman flying a broomstick. But it looked so yeah. fantastic. It didn't look in the slightest bit cheesy. Not even a Ted. It looked amazing.
1: Well, I think this is the thing because I mean. Uh, That's another thing that comes up on this Q&A is like the director's saying about, you know, essentially the witch in the film is the witch we see at Halloween. Hmm. You know, the green skin, the pointy hat, riding a broom. Yeah. And it's it's almost like, right, taking it back to the very bare basics of where that came from. Hmm. And like you say, because it's done so well, it genuinely is... Unsettling... It's sinister rather than and Yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it doesn't... Because, so, I mean, obviously, I mean, there's like, sort of... You know, it doesn't, it doesn't get like, sort of, what is it, mega and Mog or sort of, that sort of thing. You know, it, like they sort of kids' books or
0: whatever. Do you know, I've got to admit, I, as you say, I've been the same as you. I've been craving a good witch film for mm. a long time. And one of my guilty pleasures, don't I don't know why, but we should watch it one day. This um sounds... Is... The Hansel and Gretel that came out a few years ago. Uh, with, oh,
1: the one with Jeremy Renner? Yes.
2: Yeah. So I've not watched that but I nearly did. It's terrible. Okay. <laughs> I have seen it, it probably
0: five
1: it times. Like I love it, it and I it, know it's
2: bad. But it looks like it was aimed at children. No, no it definitely oh, okay. no, no. I
0: thought
1: I thought it looked kind of in a vein of like maybe Van Helsing or something. It it is similar to Van Helsing. That almost almost steampunk but not quite sort of yeah variation on the tail sort of
0: thing yeah, yeah I, 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 and I like it in the same way that I like Van Helsing it, I know it's a bad film I know it's there are worse all,
1: films
0: than Van Helsing I know do you remember seeing it when we went to Frankenstein 1818 and then yeah. played it on a loop and we sat and ate dinner and then sat and drank cocktails and watched the whole film through about three times cause yeah. <laughs> the whole night yeah bloody
1: great that was
0: Glasgow, is not Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's a, a, so that that was a, a fun witch film that mm. did it in a yeah. They're flying broomsticks and it's campy and stupid and dark. So yeah. So when this came out, that suddenly took it, 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 it. This did the same for witches as Let the Right One In did for vampires. I think yeah. it took a struggling subgenre and. Gave it an entirely new lease of life. To be
1: honest, I think it's probably the only one in the sub, in the, the witch subgenre that is that is a pro, I think it's taken this long to actually have its classic defining film. Yeah. To be honest, because I think uh, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. I, I think it's. I, I genuinely think it's a, a, a masterpiece. You know, it's, it it's just so, so well researched and so yeah. well. And prompt. now
2: you've explained a lot of that. It, it makes sense that I almost had a feeling of watching a documentary at points. Mm. Like because it seemed like you were really focused on life in that era. Yeah. And it was like I feel like I'm actually like this seems very realistic, like I'm learning something here, mm. you know, mm. more well, than I definitely. expected from a, a witch film, which yeah. is probably more like the Handsome got the One. Yeah. You know, like that'd be more entertaining that felt like this is possibly how life would have really been yeah. you know
1: yeah. and I think but then like, like you say I think that's what gives it that's what yeah, gives it it's power really. because you sort of sit there and kind the of fun, I would think yeah. Yeah. yeah in this existence yeah why would you not think mm. that you are cursed why yeah. would you not think that there are witches out there because Christ Almighty it's is bloody hard yeah. and that's the thing
0: <coughs> I took it that presumably the, the witch the witch had caused the entire thing mm. in order to alienate her from her family. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, in such a subtle way mm. as to, yeah, to, to until the end, until you know who it is, and then suddenly go, oh, that's what the goal of the witch has been the whole time, is mm. to separate them and get them fighting amongst themselves so that they can take her away from it. Well,
1: I, no. I never realised before, and it's a, it's a curious one to sort of suddenly just hit you, but I suddenly realised, oh yeah, the witch can also mean Thomason. because that's what she becomes. It's like origin of a witch. Yeah,
0: in yeah, a yeah. Way Rather, you know, yeah. So the titular witch, not just the witch in the forest, but it could the just be the one with big titulars. <laughs> yeah,
1: <laughs> it could be the creation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think it's sort of like it doesn't specifically have to be. Yeah, it's sort of the witch be, that's plaguing. It could yeah. be. Yeah, it could be because Thomason is the witch, or yeah. And also, because I mean, um, apparently there was the, there was some sort of ideas that they were going to try and put in, because I think, uh, I mean, I don't I don't think there was a particularly you know huge thing with this or something, but I think because of obviously like sort of wicker and white witch belief now and things like that, um, I think they I think there was a vague element where they thought they might get sort of. Slapped for it, or like you know, just oh, really? like some form of like uh, Back- backlash. Yeah. I mean, not. I mean, it, it's not going to be life of Brian backlash, no. but <laughs> but you know what I mean. There would just be people who potentially are target members of the audience, I suppose, mm. who might sort of have a backlash on it. And they said at one point there was there was possible ideas about the the mum trying to perform a ritual, but then I think I think wisely they cut that out because the whole point of it is is how their sort of strict, dogged holding on to the to their religion is what causes all the problems. Yeah. Really. yeah. Um or certain certainly doesn't help because like it's like everything is so repressed and so Antagonistic against, yeah, that, against joy, it. yeah, yeah. You
2: know, like if, if at any point they just said, "Let's just chill for a bit and just see what's yeah. going on," and you know, yeah. we don't need to rush and try and solve it by saying it's the devil at this point, or yeah, just you know, let's just talk casually about it. But it always has to be brought back to, right? It's now the devil's doing it, and mm. let's all get mad at each other again. The
1: bit I don't, I don't know why it is, but the bit that just utterly gets me every time and it's a weird moment but it's just when um, uh, just before when Caleb returns but is comatose hmm. and it's just William and Catherine talking in the uh, top of the uh, in, in, in the bedroom yeah and it's just it's just when he goes what what would you have me do yeah and it's it's just fucking heartbreaking because it it, it is like this sort of thing of it's like look I am am trying
0: yeah and no matter what I do yeah it's it's not gonna it can go wrong whatever yeah yeah,
1: and it's it's that horrible feeling where you can just sense how broken he feels as much as she does as much as anyone else does and it's sort of yeah
2: you're in an awful situation and you're all angry at each other
1: yeah it's,
0: yeah, it's just got to that sort of, it's just got to that real sort of, sort of point, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it, and, and I think the tension that they build in, mm-hmm. in those scenes is amazing. And again, it's, I know we've said it before, but how hard it is to create um, a, such an engaging environment with such a small amount of people. Mm-hmm. Again, there is only them in yeah. that film. Yeah, yeah. There's just the five of them, yeah. and the kids, although they're running around making a load of noise, yeah. don't really have many lines or anything. No. So it mainly focuses just on the f- on the oh sorry the six of them, but it, it the mainly four. focuses just on the four. Yeah. 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 Um. Yeah, but again, it, it draws you in so much into their environment. Yeah. And. And I think you
1: do, and you do feel for each one of them, in their own way. I mean, even when, you know, I mean. I think obviously you sort of obviously default to Thomasin I think because you can see where you know this is just like look I have no control Hmm. of my life whatsoever and you're at the whim of this and especially when her mum really turns against her. Mm. And I think that's why it's so dramatic when the dad is doing the same, Mm. and then it's like that's as you say, that's when the truth really starts spilling out because it's like I've had enough of this. Yeah. But even but even like you know you do you you understand the mum's grief. You understand that you know, and it's sort of yeah, it is just it it's it's basically a domestic horror story. Mm. Yeah. 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 With with added supernatural elements.
2: Yeah. Did. Make me reminisce of Requiem of a Dream. I guess suppose it's that yeah. reality of this is all just going bad.
1: It's going badly and everyone's And you're making, making some bad decisions. Yeah. yeah. There's literally nothing that anyone is doing that is relieving <laughs> this situation. Um but like you said about where it ended. Um, like no music, and like you said about the documentary style. Apparently, mm. that was an original. Originally, there was the thought that they were going to do it completely without music. Mm. Oh, really? Um, but obviously, you the, get. They the used some
2: of... very good sound effect mm. blended in with, I think, some instruments. There was,
1: there
0: was like a sub rumble yeah. that you yeah. felt rather than heard, and that was under a lot. Like the whole time right. they were in the forest, that yeah. was continuously there. Every it time so... it's something
1: to do with the witch, there's. That's when you get scorn. When you get a little bit, And it was and
0: those sharp strings as yeah. well that they put in that's really unsettling.
1: Well, the guy, the guy who did the score is a guy called Mark Corvin, and he apparently. I'm, I'm going to fucking say this wrong. <laughs> uh, a Nickel Harper, which is a Swedish instrument, and it's basically a violin with keys. Mm-hmm. Alright. And I, on your system, I can actually hear the clatter of oh, the, keys the keys with the string. It. and the but also they use a lot of the classic, the, the the sort of classic horror instrument, the water foam. Yeah, and it's those sort of again, it's that like you say, those high whines and that sort yeah. of. Yeah. But it only really comes in whenever they're in the forest, whenever mm. you see anything to do with the witch. But at the farm, there's very little of it. Yeah. There's occasion, there's occasional little bleak sort of notes or something. That like also, That I suppose that it adds to the spells. desolation in a mm. way.
2: Really, there is nothing there. That's
0: yeah. Yeah. And that's why you can hear the stuff in the background because I noticed it as well this time when they are when the boy's gone missing and she's trying to talk him out of going looking. You, you can you just hear the rain, the rain outside,
2: yeah, yeah, which really makes it seem like yeah, you, you feel is, like you're yeah, yeah you
1: cabin. are it's, mm. yeah. But also, actually, and also, when they're at dinner and it's have you settled the goats? Hmm. Um, your phone rang. I thought someone was leaving a message on the answer phone, of goats, <laughs> Because it sounded like that far out of the room. Yeah. It's really... The you sound mix. The sound yeah. design sound mix was, uh, is absolutely incredible, yeah. I think I actually appreciate it probably more here than I than I did at the cinema. That you could easily miss those.
0: You could miss... You wouldn't consciously notice them, but no. your subconscious picks up on it and gives you that.
1: Yeah. Because I think, like you say, because I mean, that, that rain you are almost sort of, mm. sort of folding up in your chair, and yeah. sort of like because you you're you're preparing to go out
3: yeah.
1: into that, yeah. and it's yeah. I just... Well. Until you suddenly realise that it's stinking hot, and I had to crack
0: the door at a couple of inches to just try and get a get a breeze in. But
1: yeah, but yeah, but then I think that's mind you, it's, I still think one of the greatest but oddest feelings in the world is coming out of the cinema during the day. Yeah. When you sort of go out, especially if it's like blazing daylight. Yeah, <laughs> like, pretty <laughs> surreal. Yeah, always feels weird. That, that was actually my experience of Silent Hill as well. Because we, I saw that light during oh, that's the That's right, you were saying It was weird. like, yeah, again, especially that, because that's pretty much dark all the way through. Mm. And looks
0: like it's snowing continuously.
1: By the way, in my researches, mm. I found a connection to Silent Hill. Oh! Yeah. yeah, there's a lady, she's called Carrie Eckland. And. She's one of the coven witches, but oh. she's also one of the nurses in Silent Hill. Hey! So there you it's go.
0: Also, dancers again for the yes, I, th- movement.
1: I think also, or and people who are willing to get their bits out. Oh yeah, yeah, true. There's always that element of it. Yeah, but, dancers. Uh, but are be, fun, it. Well, actors. I'm you know, <laughs> just trying to keep them in their clothes, like a Miracle, <laughs> to be honest with you. I think it's something to do with exhibitionism. <laughs> um.
0: So, oh, um, next episode. Oh, we've not thought about this. Oh, that's bloody trend. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know. We normally have a few ideas rattling around, and then we've we definitely take mentioned whatever f- comes up on it
1: Well, I don't know about this because this is just something that I need to say, right? Yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> no, yeah,
0: this. This is our relationship's no, end. No, no, in no, 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 no. no it's, it's, can sit there and talk about this? It's me, it's not
1: you two. <laughs> but um, uh, Catherine the Mum yes. is played by an actress called Kate Dickey. And she, like every... She's Scottish. So mm. like every actress ever, she's been in Rabsine Esprit. But every Scottish person has been in Rabsine Esprit. I don't care who you are. David Tennant, Sylvester McCoy... Just uh, Peter Capaldi, all, all Scottish doctors have been in it, it's just everyone.
0: You have, sorry, just to go back to her very quickly before mm. you go, you have seen
1: Game of Thrones,
0: haven't you? Yes,
1: yes. And she, because they're both in Game of Thrones, both the mum and dad yes. are in Game of Thrones. Yes. I think, in fairness, Ralph Innocent is a big tall man with a northern accent. Of course, he's been in Game <laughs> of Thrones. But he was part of. Like he was part of the Iron Islanders, yes. like Theon Greyjoy's raiding party assistant, yeah, and obviously she was the the, the cousin of of um, Caitlin Stark, yes, no sister, Caitlin Stark's sister, yeah, oh, yeah, so who runs yeah. the Vale with her horrible little kid, yeah, and again, suckling, yeah, well, that's th- you know, I don't know, does she yeah. put that down in, in the contract again, exhibitionism, yeah, probably, <laughs> but um. Yeah, and she's been. In, she was like in Prometheus. She's in Prevenge, um, but she's in something called um, Outcast, which is a horror film I'd never heard of. Mm. But I don't know if this this just sounded interesting. Um, it tells the tale of Petronella, a Scottish slash Romany girl, and Fergal, her mysterious Irish traveller boyfriend. As their doomed relationship plays out, a beast stalks the estate, killing locals, working its way towards our protagonists. Meanwhile, Cathal and Liam, two mysterious travellers from Ireland, use ritual and magic on a blood hunt. And Mary, Fergal's mother, who is uh, played by Kate Dickey, um, performs ritual ritual and magic uh, of her own. As Cathal comes face to face with Mary in a vicious finale, we know one thing, the beast must die.
0: That sounds. Good. Do you know
1: what I mean? That's, that was quite intrigued. I was quite intrigued like that, so I think we should keep an eye. We'll keep an eye out for that one. I would definitely. So it's like just to while I was, while I
0: remembered. Yeah. No. Imagine. No. Absolutely. Yeah. Definitely. Um. Yes. That's the trouble. Where do you go from here? <laughs>
3: um.
0: Do you know what I was thinking today? Mm-hmm. Um. Again, just of classic and easily accessible stuff mm-hmm. to go with um, and we haven't yet shown Chris Trick or Treat
1: and I'm really up for a rewatch of that because I've I probably not seen that since since we saw it at um, Fright Fest
0: oh really I think oh, no, I'll really I think I've watched
1: brilliant. it I think I've watched it around here one Halloween other than oh that, yeah we yeah. did
0: we had a screen night like, yeah. yeah but other than that yeah and
1: I could definitely do it with a rewatch that
0: uh, and anthologies exactly I was just about to say that was why it was in my mind because I was like I kept trying to think of anthology films that would be a good one to start with and then all of a sudden it just struck me it was I was mm. like well, why did I not think of that before it's yeah and it's a film I never tire of watching so are you up next week or next episode for Trick or Treat. I've not heard of it, so yeah. yeah. So the story behind it is Michael Doherty, who wrote and directed it. I believe I will double check, but Adam will double check those facts yeah. for Um He, I think, part of the agreement was the studio would fund him to make this movie if he directed their Superman movie they were working on okay. he did so and because it was a Superman movie and with all Superman movies before Man of Steel it absolutely tanked like a good one yeah. so because his name was tied to this it got shelved for three years or something but it had already done the film festival circuit in the States so all the geeks had seen it and were going absolutely batshit about how good it was and then it got shelved. So it, and it, it, in the end it got released because there was so much buzz and hype about it. The studio were sick of hearing about it and eventually it just went out. Is that right? Am I remembering
1: that, that correctly? Yeah, I think that's pretty much the case, yeah.
0: Um, and we, yeah, we saw it at the, at the British premiere at Fright Fest in Leicester Square, mm. um, sitting not ten foot away from um, John Landis. John Langis I by the hand he did yeah and it was we were just blown away by, and it, it was another one of those ones that I, because I'd been hearing about it for so long mm. I was like it's never going to live up to that height but I want to see it anyway and it was it twice as good mm. as I thought it was going to be I was absolutely smitten well, with it well you set the, the bar high first. now so well, my expectations yeah, will be through the roof it's actually also the reason I have a, in the screening room I've got a signed picture of yeah. Anna Paquin mm. because she is a very major player in the film Sounds good Awesome Cool oh. Excellent Right Thank you very much gentlemen Thank you very much listeners uh, Thank you Don't forget come and message us on SoundCloud you can uh, message us below um, also you can find us on Instagram at Welcome to Horror Yeah. Uh, we're at welcometohorror.co.uk website if you want to come find us there we're at welcometohorror.com as well we're at welcometohorror.com. we are on the Facebook um, as the older people call it and you can email us at info at welcometohorror.co.uk. Um, yeah, let, let us know
1: tell yeah. us
0: people tell us are, what you think about witches and shit
1: yeah
0: are we wrong do you like Hansel
1: and Gretel do you like things (laughs) I must confess I've run dry at this point
3: Yeah, it's been a long night it
0: it takes it out of you that film right (laughs) thanks very much ladies and gentlemen take care thanks again see you later may you all live deliciously